Hey everybody, it is another episode of Self-Titled, it is Thursday, February 7th. It is a hot day. It's hot. It's golf weather. It's golf weather, but it sucks because it doesn't suck. It's nice, but I don't have air conditioning, and I've forgotten that I don't have air conditioning in my car <laughs> for the past few months, and I got in today, and let me tell you, I remembered very quickly very vividly. I don't have air conditioning. <laughs> so I got I got into Dekula this today, this afternoon on the way here. And I was like sweating, like my back is just wet. Yeah. I'm yeah. just gross. And I hit traffic, and Tristan, I lost my mind. Yeah, I blew up. Like I, I, and like it's not any one person's fault. It's definitely not the person's fault in front of me, because the person in front of me is even more, more stuck in traffic. The person in than front I am, of them. <laughs> because they're now trapped. Yeah, I like stopped into traffic, and I went full on anger management road rage, just screamed to move. Like that was gonna accomplish anything? Like I, I you're lost. that guy honking the horn. When I didn't honk. You're I didn't honk. Trapped. I didn't. I didn't point. You know, I was just yelling. I guess at God. Like I was like, <laughs> why is there traffic? And it was in Decula, Georgia. And it was just one of those moments where I'm like, Thanos had a point. Like I get it. Like I kind of wish you, and every half of the people would go. It would cut my commute in half. Yeah. Right. I, you I mean, wouldn't. I wouldn't. Everything would be cheaper. Like I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, that was that. I think the hot weather. I think it brought that out in me. The, the having the no AC. I think it sparked a, a sparked a mini meltdown in my mind. But I, I'm gonna be honest. You know, all these years, I've always said, and I'm pretty sure I even said it in an earlier podcast, like when it was really starting to get cold in the fall. Which it's crazy how long we've been doing this for that long. Yeah. Um. I like. I was like. I live for cold weather. That is where I strive, or like, yeah. or strive, thrive. My God, thrive. There yeah. we go. Yeah, I'm just you strive to I was thrive. Afraid of that. No, we're I there. Strive to thrive. That's where I thrive. Yeah. And I think I, there's a shift coming. Like after today, I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. I I don't know if I don't know if I really want the cold weather to come back. I'm gonna be honest. It can be a little bit cooler than it is now. Like I like the room temperature. You know what I'm saying? 67's nice. Yeah, I like that like high sixties, like low seventies, like that kind of room temperature with like really, a little bit of a breeze. Yeah, I don't really like, want to go into the seventies. If we can keep it in the sixties and below, I'm fine. Well it's like it's seventy in here. Well, it's too much. It's, it's, it's way too hot. <laughs> I don't know. This is stuffy. <laughs> My hands are sweating. This is a horrible working condition. <laughs> yeah. First of all. We we are in so we are in a different room in my house. Uh we are in my bedroom, which I don't mind it. Yeah. The acoustics sound me 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 that sounds nice good yeah cool there's a, there's um, a nice bed to set you know yeah the the mood I lucas guess. called it a bed cast before we started yeah i wasn't we weren't gonna say it on air but it's here now it's yeah. here now yeah. but anyways uh so i think yeah i don't know man i might be transitioning into a warm weather guy not summer not saying summer that's ridiculous that's the same psychos no, no one should be a, a summer guy. yeah if you are you're a psychopath because people who like summer like oh my god i love summer. the people that can afford to go on multiple yeah, vacations yeah. and they're always or, at the and they're always at the beach or they're in high school or college and they don't have like summer jobs or yeah because like, having to just live life in 98 degree weather yeah no is it's miserable, miserable. just imagine like having to wear like work dress clothes in the summer Oh my god! I hate. I it's hate. terrible. Like anytime I have to like dress up. I remember there was one time I had to wear a suit to work, and it was it was it was like ninety five degrees outside, and I'm like, why did I ever choose to do this? I'm gonna look. I'm <laughs> gonna look more gross dressed up in this weather. Than I know. I would if I just wore like slacks and like a like a polo. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's no. why like in 
in the summer i am all golf clothes man like oh yeah yeah it, it is so because even if i am sweating you don't know yeah you don't you can't tell and then <laughs> no but like we're having to wear pants to work when it's that yeah. hot it's just it's, it's yeah it sucks it's i awful. hate it but you know after today and it's going to go right back to being like 35 degrees tomorrow morning but today Fantastic. i just i just wanted to go play golf today like yeah. i had my windows down when i went to lunch I, golf would have been nice earlier and, yeah, yeah, it would have. Yeah, I had to come home for lunch because Wells Fargo apparently decided to just like shut its doors for a day. Did you not hear about this? No. So they had a nationwide, like they were down nationwide, online banking app. People's cards were getting declined, like credit and debit cards were getting declined. Like Wells Fargo literally was just like closed for a day. <laughs> Isn't this like the second big issue they've had in the past few years? See, well, yeah, they had. I think they had some kind of fraud thing a year ago. I thought it was how everybody's identity got stolen or something. It was like something that. like that. Yeah. And then apparently they had another outage like this earlier this month or last month. I didn't know about it. I guess it didn't affect everybody. But like this one, I literally couldn't spend money. So I had to – God, I couldn't go buy Chick-fil-A. I couldn't go to lunch because Wells Fargo uh, was trying to starve me. Uh, you got to be honest. To avoid situations like that. Carry cash. Yes, I know. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I'm a millennial. I don't can't know what cash is. Oh, I know. Um, I have all the food apps on my phone, mm. and I just have preloaded money on those. True. So That's I, not bad. Yeah. I, yeah, like the Chick-fil-A one app. Yeah. Like the oh, I didn't know sack. you could preload money on that. Yeah. Ooh, and so I just like, I don't, dangerous. I do Chick-fil-A more than any human being, because A, it's in the parking lot of my work, Yeah. and I go on break at a breakfast time. It's so like, how am I not going to go get a biscuit? <laughs> yeah, every day. I don't do it every day, but right. it's a lot. Well, it's of the, hard it's not a, to. It's a I lot mean, of the days I do it. Yeah, um, every day you're just like, there is. I so can't do yeah. Biscuit. yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's right there. Um, but I've cut off caffeine, and I've cut back on fried foods, so like, it's lost a little bit of the luster because I can't go get like the chicken biscuit with a sweet tea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the preloaded apps. Let's tell you. A, and you just get free stuff with it. Well, you know what's fun? It's like whenever I had the Dunkin' app for the longest time, and I don't, well, I still have it, but I haven't put money on it. And for some reason, like, yeah, you get a free coffee every now and then when you, you know, buy so many. But I don't know why. Like, I put money in there. I'll put like 10 or 15. And for some reason, which is dangerous because when I go and use the app, I, for some reason, feel like I'm getting, I'm just like scanning and getting a free coffee. Like you're not spending money. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like I'm not no, spending that money. That, I, <laughs> so I had to if I had to do that for Chick-fil-A or something, yeah. oh my God, it would be I like, had to calm down with Starbucks because yeah. Starbucks, like I would just, I'd be like, oh, you're empty. And I would just hit 25 and reload 25 yeah. bucks. <laughs> and then like, I wouldn't, because to me that wasn't spending it's $25. Yeah. It's just. Because I would never like swipe my card for 25 bucks at Starbucks. Right. I would, I would be like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Are like, you this kidding is 25 me? bucks. For you know, like a thing, you know, yeah. I'm like, this is gonna be multiple meals, yeah, and it's not because it's Starbucks, it's like two, yeah, and so like I like scan, but when I scan, I feel like I'm not paying. It's dangerous. They they knew what they were. They're doing. smart. They knew what they were doing. It's almost like you know they they're paid to do like stuff a, like, like that. A research marketing team. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, kudos to them. Yeah, they get paid for that. All right, so you've cut out caffeine, fried foods, and whatnot. How's that going? Uh, the caffeine's actually not too bad. Um, because I will say a big thing for me, coffee, yes. I like, I like drinking coffee and I like the taste of coffee. I, so I don't, I do decaf now and it's honestly like oh, the first, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. the first week, like there were a few days where I was like, why do I want to murder 
everyone. <laughs> like I would like because there would be some like somebody would talk to me and I would look at them with like this just like hatred. I'd be like, why are you, be, people at work? And I'd be like, why are you speaking to me? <laughs> like why? How dare you? And I'm so I think that was like, just me not having caffeine. Yeah. Um. Don't talk before I have my coffee. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was like Did don't you get t- you one of your sh- one of those was, shirts. It was just kind of a don't <laughs> talk to me. At all. <laughs> like, I don't care what's going on. I don't on. care how awake I am. <laughs> Do not speak to me. I was just angry. Um, but once once I got, once I powered through that, you know, phase, it's honestly, it hasn't been too bad. Um, there's been, after my procedure on Tuesday, which we'll get into that later, um, I had a miserable headache, so I got, like, a Coke to see if that would help. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I haven't gotten a sweet tea um, from anywhere in a long time, which has been wild. Um, I've only had a couple cokes. I've had no regular coffee. Um, been ordering all decaf. So I mean, it's it's different. But with the coffee thing, like so much of to me, drinking coffee, it's about like I would go get a coffee because that's what I wanted to do in the morning. Yeah, um, I don't. And I, and like, I still and I still do it. <clears throat> I was not, the same way about energy drinks. I didn't drink Monster or Rockstar to wake me up. I drank it because I like the taste. Oh, okay. So and I'm like that now with coffee. Like yeah. I don't really think it actually wakes me up. I don't. I don't think coffee ever woke me up either, really. But I just drink. I like to drink it. Well, one, I like the taste, and two, it's something to do. Like yeah. if when I'm sitting at my desk, like I, it's just, I don't know. It's like chewing gum. It's just we'll go a, get coffee. It's like a fidget, you know. Yeah. Or like I'll be at the house, and if like I'm about to go do something, that's going to take a little bit. Yeah. I'll oh, go get coffee, coffee before. Yeah. Um, and I still do that now. I just <clears throat> like I. I think a lot of it's not necessarily placebo, but it's a lot of. Like it's just kind of a mental like it's, it's a like mental, a routine. It's a routine thing. Yeah. So like I think I think me still getting so when your routine going, gets thrown off. Yes. But you so, you, you feel off. Yeah, but me still going and getting it, and it being decaf, it has I haven't noticed like a change really. Does decaf coffee taste different? I've no, never it tastes, had it. No, it tastes the same. It does. It literally there's it's no different. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was like oh diet coffee. Like I, <laughs> I never <laughs> had it, so I didn't coffee. know. I didn't know if it had like a weird. You no, know, it had it, the weird aftertaste. No, it doesn't whatever. taste any different. And then, like, oh, you, go, you go get, like, a decaf iced Dunkin' coffee. You put the vanilla in it. It yeah. still exactly tastes like, you know, the diabetes in a cup that it I may, is. <laughs> I may have to try that then because I think I also need to kind of cut out caffeine as much as I can. Yeah. Well, the only caffeine I really get is from coffee because I really, at least during the week. I'd gotten bad about Coke. <clears throat> See, I don't, I don't and drink I, as much coke as I, I used to. I never had been, and just pretty recently, I guess, like it's just like at work, like I like I would just get one, and so like it kind of started building into like a I would want coke things. So I've cut that out. Yeah, sweet tea was my. That's where it's. So I didn't even drink that much. I drew. I drink a lot of sweet tea. That's what I would always get in any restaurant, any place. It would mm-hmm. always be sweet tea. So not having that, that's been harder than anything else. Is the just not involuntarily? I've been just getting water everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, water and beer, water, beer, and coffee. That's pretty been, much. Haven't you been doing that much beer? Wine. Past two weekends for me, just because it's been they well, have been the, drinking occasions. The events. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, that's the only reason. That's fair. But usually, like on a regular weekend, I'll have like two on Friday, and then if I'm doing something Saturday, I might have you know depending on yeah. what's going, on, I might have another two, and then yeah. I don't drink on Sundays. But no, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm trying to trying to make changes, man. And yeah. then I got so I'm moving into my apartment Saturday. Mm-hmm. Finally, mm-hmm. you know it's funny because like before the holidays when we 
uh, finalized it and got accepted and all that, or approved. Um, <laughs> accepted like we got into school or something. Um, <laughs> it's probably what it felt like. Yeah, when we got approved, um, I was like, um, yeah, we got like a month and a half. We're good. We got plenty of time. Knowing damn well, like I knew with the holidays and everything else, like I knew it was going to fly by. And then the month of January was like here and gone. And then it's you like, thought oh. January was quick. I thought it was. I thought it was the longest month. Really? It should be like April. I don't know. I've, it's been I January. Feel like it went by quick. I don't know. I guess maybe with my health stuff going on, it's yeah, been maybe. so long. But like, oh my God. Like, I feel like it's been February for a day, but January would not end. But anyway, we'll get back to you. Well, I mean, so <clears throat> when I also think when I have something that like I know is coming up, that's probably another reason why it seems so quick. Yeah. And procrastination and stuff like that. But I, and this past week, well, the past like two weekends, I've told myself like, okay, I'm, I'm going to start packing or getting my room together. Uh-huh. Um, Lucas is looking around right now and looking at my lack of progress here two days before I <laughs> it move. Looks, it looks like it's always looked for the most part, which well, isn't a great But here's the difference. Which isn't you're, a great sign. You're looking in places where you, you it, like, where the difference stuff. is where you, the difference is where you can't see. So if you go and look in my dresser, it's empty. <laughs> okay. If you go and look at my closet, it's mostly empty because okay. I'm not taking everything. All so, right. all the stuff on the walls coming? No, no. Pretty much, my whole room is like staying, staying here, oh. and then you don't bring in these boys, the guitars? No, no guitars. I'm taking, I'm taking my acoustic. Ah, okay. But um, you're so basic. <laughs> I can't be blowing people out of the apartment complex, man. That's 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 true. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I turn it up to eleven. You know what I mean? You know what <laughs> hardcore, yeah. brother. Hardcore. Yeah, bro. Um, so every day for the past like two weeks, I've been like hating myself. Like, dude, you are, you are really <laughs> going to be in a world of hurt two days before you move when you haven't done anything. And then I sat back and thought about it because every day I would just like I would have a box in front of me to put stuff in it, and I end up just looking at my phone for three hours yeah i eat dinner packing then, yeah packing sucks yeah i hate it yeah and but the thing is it's not like i'm packing one room i'm not packing a house yeah you know i'm packing one room i'm packing clothes you're packing and, clothes and some like knickknacks and that's basically. it yeah so it's really not that much and no. like i'm not taking my bedroom furniture so it's not like i have to get this ready it's not even heavy no stuff so and like all this stuff is in the spare bedroom which is small like there's kitchen stuff in there there's there is a coffee table, but it's super light. There's a couple of bedside tables and then just small stuff. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Everything else that I'm moving are, are things that I'm still using like bathroom, any bathroom stuff. Cause all I'm taking is, you know, body wash, toothbrush, and toothpaste. Like that's all I'm taking <laughs> yeah. from a bathroom. So, so in reality, I really don't have that much. It just feels like when you like, because I've been the same way. Because yeah. I've just been living in my room in whatever house I'm in. So right. I've just been moving my room right. for the past six years. So like every time I'll get close, I'm like, oh my god, I have to pack. Yeah, it's like four boxes. Of yeah, stuff. and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, and I'm sitting, I'm okay. looking at all this stuff. Like, and anybody that hasn't been in my room, like, I have so much shit on my. He's walls. got he's more stuff on his walls than any other person. I've but at least met. it's not like dumb stuff. Like no, it's I, it's you know what I'll say it's it's tasteful. Like I didn't I didn't want to overdo it. And that's why, like, sometimes when I get new things, I'm just like, I don't, I just don't even have a place you, for it. You can see, you can see Tristan's life, the acts of Tristan's life, <laughs> just, but like kind of played out around his room, wow. around his wall. 
I've but, never. But you can. I mean, my you, my wall literally is like a chronological timeline of it is. my life. It literally is. Wow. You can see your the phases of the things you like, and I'm assuming it starts here with the NXT and Notre Dame play like a champion today. Actually, thing, and it kind of just goes around. Well, uh, I wouldn't say it's in complete chronological order, and this no. is a terrible podcast. Yeah, uh, no, this is great radio. I'll have to do like a 360, you know, shot of my room. We'll just attach it. <laughs> um, let's see. I've got. I feel like if we move Metallica over with this music stuff over here. Yeah, and then we could probably bump hockey. You're still a hockey fan. I think that's really kind of it. Wow, I've never thought of it that way. That's very, uh, that's very deep, Lucas. Well, you know, I pay attention to my friends. Sometimes, but anyway, it's like I'm looking around and I see all this stuff on my walls. My bed is still there, like nothing. All my furniture is the same; they're just empty. And I'm looking around. I'm like, just the the thought that I'm moving makes me feel like this room needs to be empty. Yeah, but it's it's not. Like, yeah, I'm still going to be coming back here, you know, every so often for whatever reason, yeah. and staying here. So this is still my room. Yeah. Like, the only time this room will be empty is when I have, like, my own house. A house. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's, but, like, when I when I first moved, like, to especially when we moved to Kennesaw and stuff, I was like, all right, I'm moving. And then, like, I packed all my stuff up and, like, slammed the back of the minivan down and went up to my room. And I was yeah. expecting like, my, like, Will Smith, like, fresh pr- Prince of Bel-Air <laughs> Looking moment. around just, like. Well, yeah. And I was expecting that I walk in and, like, I saw my fucking dresser with my bed. Yeah. And all my shit. Like, my room was still dirty. Yeah. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. What like I could point? fit all of my stuff in my for my apartment in Kennesaw in like one car. Yeah, no, I literally like when <laughs> like, I just, when I drove all my stuff when I was like yeah. moving out of Kennesaw, I had my Honda the Civic or the Accord. Yeah, and I just literally was, filled up I, my Accord and I was like, well, this is all my yeah, stuff. I filled, I filled up my Jeep. <laughs> yeah, but like then I looked at it and I was like, that's it. Like I looked at the car. Yeah, and with all my stuff in it, and I was like, that is everything that I own is in a Honda Accord. And I don't even own the Honda Accord. It's in my mom's name. Well, like, I remember just looking at that see, and being like, Fuck. I'm the complete opposite because I packed my stuff up and I come back home after living in Kennesaw for four years. So, I mean, obviously, I've accumulated some things yeah. throughout those years of living out there. So, when I come back, I'm like, oh, my God, I have so much shit. <laughs> That's fair. Like, yeah, I still there's still crates over there in my room from my apartment that i just put over there because you just couldn't unpack them no well yeah. i also don't have anywhere for them yeah no <clears throat> so i don't know why i can't you know i can talk all day and then the moment we start a podcast my voice is just like nah it just doesn't want to do it no that's fair like i constantly feel like there's a air bubble in my throat that's awful <clears throat> i don't know i think it adds a certain <coughs> rustic raspy rustic feel yeah yeah it makes you feel like true radio True radio, um, but uh, so yeah, I'm moving. So moving this Saturday. could be one of the last podcasts in the house. It depends. That's fair. It depends. Yeah, we'll play it by ear. That depends. I think we have to do an inaugural one in your. I feel like we have to do at least one in your apartment. So you know, break it in. Yeah, we'll test out the acoustics and stuff. Yeah, you know, can't beat it in here though. I mean, no, you really can. Acoustics are pretty good in it's here. It's nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I'm excited to have my own place again. I'm not like, <clears throat> I'm not worried. I'm not scared. It's just, I mean, I, I lived on my own for four years already. Yeah. But the only difference is I'm literally paying for everything, everything, everything which 
again, I'm not worried because, I mean, if I was worried, I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, well, the, also you know? now you're an adult with a job and a degree. And yeah. So, <laughs> adult stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it didn't scare me because, you know, I, I, I'm prepared for it. But still, it's like, it feels like I'm moving out for the first time again is what it feels like. Well, this time you kind of are moving out. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, I won't be coming home every weekend. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. I'll be, com- I'll be coming back here, you know, every so often. But, um, yeah. Weird man, getting old. Yeah, but we're still not. Yeah, still only twenty three. I'm not even really considered. I'm not even mid twenties yet. No, we're and still. I turned, I turned twenty four in literally a week. Yeah, we're still. That's still not mid twenties. We're still at our young. I feel like twenty four to twenty six <coughs> is mid twenties, and then twenty seven, yeah. twenty nine, to late twenties, and then okay, then twenty to twenty three is your yeah. early twenties. We're still in our early twenties. Everybody we hang out with and know is in our mid twenties. Yeah, but we're so young. Yeah, we, we are have, we are the babies of the group. Yeah, we still have you know so much more to do, so much more growing to do. I think we feel the oldest though. I think you and I. I think we somehow managed to feel the oldest. Why is that? Ooh. Well, we'll get into it. We'll, we'll we'll dive into it. So I had a procedure this week. Oh, okay. This is where. Oh, that is good a, segue. That I was is, really curious where you were going with that. That was good. That is normally reserved for people. Of age 50. It's normally when you get your first one. <laughs> it's when you get your first colonoscopy, right? I've been having stomach issues for like three years at this point, and I've just like gotten tired of it. It's gotten bad. So I went to a GI, and he was like, "We just to rule things out, just do an endoscopy, which is the camera down the throat and in yep. the stomach, and then a colonoscopy, which is camera and the colon. I think we all know that. But for those who didn't, that's what I did on Tuesday. Now, what goes into this is more than I thought. So they give you a plan. So seven days out, right, I have to start cutting things out of my diet. Right. So last Tuesday, I couldn't take ibuprofen. I couldn't take multivitamins with iron. Um, I couldn't have, I think it was garlic. Um, And then three days out was the next bump. And three days out happened to be. The Super Bowl, which is like the second or third biggest eating holiday in America. Like, it's like Thanksgiving. Honestly, I think it's Thanksgiving and the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, and then like July and then, 4th. And then Christmas. And then Christmas. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I, and I did not, when I scheduled it, because I scheduled it at the beginning of January. I just, they asked me a date. It was a Tuesday. I said, sure. Sure. Sounds great. This will work. That's yeah. perfect. I can get the day off work. It's fine. Well, then I get an email saying, hey, three days out. Hey, you're just confirming your... Yeah, yeah, this is about... This is this is Thursday of last week. So they're like, hey, starting on Sunday, no red meat, no dairy, no alcohol, no vegetables, no fruit. That is pretty much what you eat at a Super Bowl party. Every get day, together. actually? It's every day, but like especially, yeah, especially at a Super Bowl thing. Like every dip has dairy, and no alcohol, just no beer. I had no beer during the Super Bowl. I've never... Yeah. I say never, but like, it's been I mean, a long that, time yeah. since I've not. I just drank water. I had a Capri Sun. I lied. I had a Capri Sun during the Super Bowl. It's just because I needed advice. Um, but like the the buffalo chicken dip, dairy, mm-hmm. like everything was dairy or like the red meat. I technically wasn't supposed to eat. So I mean, I had your wings. The wings are good. Oh, Tristan makes bomb ass wings. Appreciate that. Um, so I ate those. And honestly, even if I was told I couldn't have had those, I would have eaten them on <laughs> Probably Sunday. Probably still would have. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So I couldn't do that. Um, I ended up getting sick. That's why I left. My stomach got super just destroyed, and oh. I had to leave. Um, so I left, and I had to do my prep on Monday. Monday, no eating solid food. I could have water, black coffee in the morning. I could have juice, but like apple juice. Yeah. Like no dark juice. Couldn't have red or purple dye in it. Um, I could have Jello, but same thing. Had to, so I had like I had like lemon Jello. I don't say I had. Caitlin brought me all these things that I didn't prepare for this at all. Um, so I had none of this in the house. And she was like, "Do you have anything to eat?" And I was like, no, "I just have food." She's like, oh, "Okay." So she brought. So <laughs> I had. She brought like chicken broth, apple juice, and Jello, um, and that's what I did on Monday. That's what I had. And at six p.m. on Monday, I had to take this. They call it prep. Um, it's basically just hardcore laxative. Like, it is, like, the most – A, it's gross. It comes in this little, like, eight-ounce bottle. Uh, so um, it's like a little five-hour five energy shooter? It's it's bigger. It's a little bit bigger than that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but so you you pour it into this 16-ounce cup, and when you pour it out, you get this, like, cherry – you know Robitussin? Yeah. You get that medicine cherry smell, and you know, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> And it's clear, but it's <laughs> thick. And, oh. I'm just, and, I, and I'm just like, it's almost syrup. And I'm like, and you have to mix it with water to fill the whole cup up. So you cut it with water. And I mean, it's like 75% water in this cup. I cannot stress to you enough, it never once felt like it was 75% water. I took one sip of it. And you've and I, I, don't, call, I don't claim this as my own, but I'm told by my friends and people in who have seen me in life, I drink quickly. I chug stuff. Yes. I don't... I Can't don't confirm. Hold, I don't hold a drink in my hand for very long. That's why beer can get out of hand for me because it's... And it's not because I have, like, a problem. It's not like it's like I'm trying to get drunk. It's just if it's in my I, hand... I drink fast. I'm, gonna I'm drink, the same way. I'm going to drink it. And I take big gulps of stuff. Like yeah. I don't... Wine, I can't sip wine. Right. I, I should never have wine in a professional or, like fancy situation <laughs> yeah. because people are going to look at me like I'm, I'm an animal i can't sip it i i gulp wine like i and that's just me that's me with every drink mm-hmm. so i gulp this just take it just back i had to like slap my hand down on the counter and like grip it and like just it took everything <laughs> i had to get it down yeah and you it had didn't to use like your your abdominal muscles yeah. to swallow it, and it almost. didn't even make a dent in this thing. And oh. I have to drink that whole thing, so that whole sixteen ounce thing. And I had to drink thirty two ounces of water after that by seven. I had an hour to do it. Oh my god! I had nothing in my stomach other than liquid already. So my stomach's like, stop! It's why, like it's like yeah, it's literally this? like it's like give me food. Don't give me this stuff. Yeah, give me food. So it took me about 20, 25 minutes to, to down that stuff. And then I just chugged the waters after that. And I'm waiting for the prep to kick in. So I'm just sitting in bed. I'm all strapped up. Not strapped up. I'm strapped in. I'm ready to go. Like I'm like, all right, the second I feel it, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm ready. 6.45 rolls around. Nothing. I'm like, okay. Seven rolls around. It's a little gurgly. It's a little rumbly. That's it. I'm like, okay. 7.15 hit. And oh my god, I was not prepared. I thought I was. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I know what this is gonna be. Yeah, we're that's fine. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom <clears throat> a lot. I've been saying I'm gonna be in the bathroom <laughs> all night. I didn't know what that meant. It meant well, the first time, I go. I'm on the, I'm on the toilet. I'm on the toilet for like 20 minutes. 
I wrap it up. My stomach feels good. I'm fine. I'm like, all right, that's all right. it. All right, I'm cool. done. Yeah. There can't be anything else. I get up. I wash my hands. I go to touch the doorknob to open the bathroom door to leave. The stomach instantly was messed up again. And I was like, okay, another 20 minutes. <laughs> I go back, go I lay in bed for about 20 minutes. My son was like, again. So I go back. And like, it was, I did this until it's like, like suicides. Yeah, it was like suicides <laughs> between, between the bathroom. Your, your bathroom and, and your like, bed. And I was like so committed to the fact that I was like, I'm not going to spit. Like, it became like a, almost a challenge. It's like, I'm not going to spend the whole night in this bathroom. Mm-hmm. I will lay in bed. I will sleep. And then after all this, I had to wake up at 3 a.m. to do it, to drink that stuff again. Oh. Same way. I had to do two rounds. So six o'clock in the afternoon. Then, it, and it, I was saying until about 9.30, I was in the bathroom. From like 7.15 to 9.30, mm-hmm. I was in the bathroom. Then it calmed down. So I fell asleep probably around 11.30. I wake up at 3 a.m. to drink this stuff again. The second I opened that second bottle and just smelt it, my stomach yeah. revolted. It yeah. was like, no, we're not doing this again. We know what it's going to do. It's poison. Do not drink it. And like the smell, it was Awful. It took me almost forty minutes, I think, to drink the the, the second thing, and then yeah. I could barely finish the water. I was literally like Rocky at the end of like one of his box. I was like, no, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't do it. No, no more. I'm like, and it's just it's like three fifty a.m. and I'm just like sad in my <laughs> boxers in the kitchen, <laughs> drinking at twenty three years old, drinking this just crazy laxative so I can get a camera shoved in me in seven hours. So I do it. Same thing happens again. Go to the bathroom a lot. I don't go back to sleep. My procedure's at nine. Uh, my mom came. She took me. I, my mom said she was going to be at my house around 7.30. I called her at 6.45. I'm like, where are you? She was like, um, I just left because I don't need to be there for 45 minutes. I'm like, okay, well, you need to hurry up because I need to get to the doctor. I was like, I was miserable. I was like, I can't keep doing this. So we get there. I sign in, fill out my paperwork. And they come out and like, I knew I was going to have to like get a gown, get an IV, yeah. do all the prep work and stuff. You know, they're going to have to sign me in. And normally they bring you to a room where you do that. And I was expecting my mother to be able to come with me. So at we had to be there at 8. At like 8.03, they come out. And I'm like standing up because I just walked back from the counter because I just went through my paperwork. And the nurse pops out. She goes, Lucas? I was like, yeah. She goes, give your phone to your mom. Come with me. I was like. Okay. okay can okay. she i was like all right so she can come and she goes we'll get her in the recovery room i was like okay they walk me into this room there's like 50 things of curtain set up there's no rooms they draw the curtain around a bed and that's where i am she asked me like 50 questions off the bat she's like change put on the gown just keep your socks on lay on the bed cover yourself with the sheet i said okay she left i panicked so hard I forgot how to get undressed. Like, <laughs> I took, like, my left shoe off, and then, like, I pulled my pants down, and then I, like, took my, like, hoodie off, and then, like, I took my other shoe off. <laughs> like, I made it so long because, like, my brain couldn't focus on just getting, like, yeah. one. Like, it couldn't remember how to do it. It, couldn't, like, it, was, like, yeah. it was, like, left shoe, pant, right sleeve, right shoe, pant, left sleeve. Like, <laughs> I didn't, and so I did that, and then I couldn't, like, get the cap, like, the, I almost said cap and gown. I couldn't get the gown on. And then, like, I couldn't figure out, like, I was just so... And you're, like, you're probably, like, shaking anxiety, while you Anxiety, spazzy, yeah. like, and I yeah. couldn't get the clothes in the bag. It was this huge bag. Like, it was this... I could have put most of the clothes I owned in this bag. I couldn't get sweats, a hoodie, <laughs> in my vans in this bag. Like, I couldn't make it fit. Like, my brain wouldn't let me. And I had just, like, flipped out the sheet, gotten on the bed, gotten under it. And she, she did not, because it was a curtain. But she was like, can I come in? I'm like, yeah. I'm, like, out of breath. Like... <sighs> So it was, it was a lot. It was a big process. 
Um, so they go. She starts doing more paperwork stuff. She's typing it in, like, you know, um, tobacco, alcohol. Yep. And, uh, you know, and I'm like, and all yeah. And that. so and I was for the alcohol, I was like, yep. And she goes, all right, beer, wine, or liquor? And I thought she was saying, like, just, like, beer, wine, and liquor. And so I just went, yep. And she just <laughs> died laughing. She goes, no, which one? I was like, oh, all of them. Uh, yeah, all of them. <laughs> I was, I was, she was like, how much? I was like, I don't know, like. I don't it, like. I hate that. Question. I hate that question. I don't because because some weekends, yeah, it's like twenty, yeah, and some weekends it's zero, and then there's yeah, because like, like the last questionnaire I did, it is drastically different than the last one I did because the other one it was a weekend after New Year's, so it was like well a lot, a lot. <laughs> I, did I mean, a lot. yeah, it's, it fluctuates. Okay, it's, like, it's just, again, I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, and so like I want to say like oh like casual, like she was like casual social. And it's the first time I've ever had somebody say social. And I'm like, yes. I always say social. I've I've never. I guess my brain just never thought to do it. Yeah. And I've never had a nurse or someone ask ask that. And yeah. so I was like, social. Thank you. She goes, okay. She's asked more questions. The lady comes in to put the IV in me. I've never gotten an IV on the top of my hand before. Oh, I hate it. I've only ever gotten it yep, in my arms. In the arm. Because I have. I'm not like a like a super vascular person, but right. I have plenty of veins. It's not hard. Like, <laughs> and she I'm literally. Human. I have these. She walked in, and I'm laying in the bed, and they're both to my right. And the lady, obviously, that's putting the IVs down near my hand. And the lady on the computer is next to my head. And so she starts prepping me. She puts the band around my arm. And you know normally how they kind of like lightly tap yeah. with the vein? This woman, it was like she was trying to play slaps with me. She slapped the <laughs> shit out of the top of my hand. It was one good one. It was just like real. I went, huh? Okay. I was like, you have to ask first. Um, and so I, this is what you're headed into Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> this is a preview, Mr. White. Right. And so I'm answering more questions and I, I don't have a problem with needles. I don't mind shots. They don't like, they hurt obviously, Yeah. but like I, they don't mind me because I, they bugged me so much as a kid. I was like, it's like, I have to get over it. So now I just don't care. Like you can, you can draw blood from me. You can prick my finger. You can give me a shot. Like I'm fine. Um, and so I was assuming the same thing with an IV. And it's been a couple of years since I've gotten an IV. Like, and I'm again. I think it's the only time I've ever gotten the top of my hand. And I'm talking to this lady, and right when she starts to ask me a question, she goes, "You're gonna feel a prick," which is normal. That's normal needle talk, right? Yep. I'm like, "All right, that's fine." Yeah, whatever. And right when the woman started to ask me a question, I felt just the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire <laughs> life on the top of my hand. And I opened my mouth. No words came out. I couldn't hear the question and i w- it was just this like deafening pain in my right hand i was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the lady asking me the questions goes she looked over and she goes just relax and i was like <laughs> and then i like looked and she's like all right the needle's out and i'm like the needle's out i didn't realize an iv was i didn't know was, they kept a plastic tube in your yeah no i didn't know that she was yeah. like the needle's out and i was like i, remember I looked at my hand i was like no it's not <laughs> i was like it's i didn't know that there. either yeah. I, I i thought it was just a needle that just stays in your hand or your arm yeah i, I, I had no idea it's a little it's like a three inch tube yeah that goes in your vein just in a vein and i remember the first time i think it was after it was after the hospital stay last year Rabda. when they yeah when they pulled it out of my arm because mm-hmm. they put it in my arm for that one yeah when i had surgery on my broken arm they put it on my hand okay but and i didn't see them take that out but i watched them take the one out of my arm and i saw it and i thought i was gonna puke yeah i imagine like and that usually doesn't bother me but I think it was because I wasn't expecting it, and I, I could feel it I've always, coming out. I've always thought it was just a, a needle. Yeah, I did too. That was and when they, in... they just pull it straight out, and it's like, okay, no big deal. 
but when I could feel it like stretching as it's coming out, yeah. oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that was not what I was expecting. <laughs> that would have been out. That would have been out. Oh, all right. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, so she does that, and they, they get the IV, and, and they're good, and they tape it down or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then they asked me a bunch of more questions in my brain. Like I'm just shell shocked. Yeah. Like I'm like this. And that was all of that. I swear to God, it was in like a two and a half minute period. Yeah. So like my brain's like, Hey, we just went from like, that's a lot to process. Literally shitting water for like, I don't know, nine hours to you just got like bombarded in this, you know, like office hospital thingy. Um, and then you're by yourself. I didn't have my phone. And so she goes, okay, like the anesthesiologist will be in in a few minutes. And I like kind of like look at this lady and she was like, do you want your mom to come in? I was like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're, I do. I don't want, I need someone to be in here with me. And so they let her come back and then the anesthesiologist came in, asked me a bunch of questions. Um, and then she was like, all right, you ready to go back? And I was like, sure. They bring me back into the room where they do it. And like, I think lucky for me, I didn't see any of the actual equipment they were going to use. I think which was good. Mm-hmm. I think had I seen what it was going to be, I probably would freaked out a little like, bit more. Yeah. Um, but they wheel me back, and they're asking me more questions. Was just, I was, and I was at this point, I was so tired of answering questions. I just wanted yeah. to be like, knock me out, like put me to sleep, please. Um, the doctor, who you know, my GI came in. He told me what he was going to do and everything. Um, and since they're doing the endoscopy, the throat one, they put. The only way I can really describe it, it's almost like a gag. It's this little, like, circular hole that they put, and you have to bite down onto, and they strap it around your head. I didn't really know that was coming. I also thought I would have been asleep when they did it. So they take my glasses off. They roll me over onto my left side. I'm still awake. They turn the lights off like they're about to, like, they dim them down, like they're about to start the procedure, and I'm still awake. And they put that thing on me so I couldn't talk. I also had oxygen in my nose. So I got all this stuff around my head. I have all these sensors on me. And they put that thing around my head. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, do they know I'm still awake? Like, I was like ready for just a camera. They just go in me at that point. And then next thing I know, I'm like waking up to them yeah. ripping the tape off the top of my hand from the IV. And I was like, I have hair. <laughs> and, and the nurse... And my mom at the same time went, not anymore, because <laughs> it they ripped it like it's just it was just gone. Yeah, um, I came out. Apparently, I don't remember. A with this, they put me on. It was like propofol or whatever. They say when they reverse it, I'm gonna take like a few minutes to wake up, and I'll be like alert, okay, I won't be groggy. Mm-hmm. It took them like 15 minutes to wake me up once they reversed it, and I was drunk as hell, like. I don't remember the first few minutes of me being awake. Apparently, I came out of it, and I was, I've was i been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers um, on Hulu. I came out, and so I was talking about burgers and, like, Tina. And they were like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? And I was talking about Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I just, like, started crying randomly, and, cause I just, and I don't really know why I was just crying because I was coming off anesthesia. <laughs> um, and then, like, I was just loopy and drunk as hell. They had to carry me to the car. My mom had to carry me into my house. Like, not carry me, but, like, help me, like, walk. Because I, like, literally was stumbling. Like, I could not stay up. Um, and then I, I got a little bit better about an hour after. And then me and my mom went to Longhorn. And I ate so much food, Tristan. It was great. Um, and then that night, I had a bad reaction to the anesthesia, anesthetic, or whatever. I had a 
horrible headache. I was seeing auras. I started throwing up. So, like, I missed work on Wednesday, too, because, like, it just super messed me up. And they called me yesterday, like, hey, how are you doing? I was like, pretty bad. I'm actually terrible. <laughs> and they were like, okay, we will not use that again because I now have to get it done every few years because of what they found. So, Oh, really? Um, yeah. So, um, all in all, I don't recommend colonoscopy. Well, I hope I don't have to get one anytime soon. And hopefully not till 50, <laughs> like a normal person. <clears throat> and then, even then, once you do it at 50, you know, if, assuming everything's okay, you don't have to do it again until you're 60. Yeah. So, like, most people, like... They get like three. I'm gonna have at least two by thirty, so I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, and that's why I think we feel a little bit older than our friends. <laughs> and that, kids, is I, why I feel older than everybody. Somebody I know. at work who is in their sixties was like, "You got a colonoscopy?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, uh-huh. "You know, you're not supposed to get those till fit." Oh, and then he realized like I'm getting it for a problem, and he was yeah. like, "Oh, well, I'm praying for you." And he just walked away, and I'm like, yep, so it doesn't get better. <laughs> yeah, I like when I had surgery on my arm, um, it was kind of the same deal. Like, there's just there's so much going on. There's so many people talking to you. You've got, you know, the oxygen going in your nose. You've yeah. got you know, the IV and all that stuff. And and I'm just, I'm just kind of laying there, just kind of like, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, can I just go to sleep now? Yeah, I'm like, knock me out. Yeah, like, I don't need to still be awake. I don't I don't need to be awake for all this. You no, can, you can move me around. Like, knock my ass out. Yeah, no, please. wide ass awake. Yeah, and I remember last. So I remember they they draw the curtain back, then they start to wheel me into the operating room, and I'm still I am wide ass awake. Mm. I am very coherent. I'm very aware, and uh go into the room and i guess they just well now that i think about it when i go back and see like any movie or tv show where someone's doing surgery it's in a dark room yeah um and i've never just like actually connected those dots yeah I neither until they roll me in it's a dark room i'm just like okay and i remember vividly 97 won the river playing in the surgery room and i think it was i want to say it was boston that was playing mm-hmm. or something like that and I remember making a joke about it. I'm like, oh, wow, y'all listen to 971 The River while you do surgery? That's actually kind of hilarious. Yeah. And then that I don't remember. I, I, had to have, I had to have fallen asleep, like, as soon as, like, the last breath of air when I said the last word mm. came out. Yeah. Like, as soon as I finished my sentence, I had to have been out because I, I don't remember it. I, I remember them putting, pulling my arm out to the side that they were working on. And then I said that joke and that's it. <laughs> and I wake up and apparently it was a three hour procedure. And I woke up and complete opposite from you. I was awake. I felt, I was, I was like, I, when I woke up, I'm like, that might've been the best sleep I've ever gotten in my life. I was awake. I was, I was like, I was ready to go. I'm like, all right, this is, it, good. it was like, I had, like gotten blackout drunk and oh. took a 10 minute nap yeah and woke up and, and tried see, and tried to like function right. in life with that and i and i that's crazy yeah i couldn't well like the last but I've, i guess i've never really done great because the last surgery i had it was in high school but like they brought me off the anesthesia granted they it was a way more extensive it was an actual like surgery not like a procedure yeah. like i just had but like i think it was like a two-hour thing but like i remember i came out of it and i was like in the chair and i was just all loopy 
And I remember they were like, "Do you want something to drink?" I'm like, "Yes," because like <laughs> my mouth, god, it was yeah. it was sinus surgery, so yeah. they were in my face, oh, yeah, so yeah. I was just dry. And I was like, "I just need something to drink." And they brought me a Coke with a straw. As I had just previously discussed here on this podcast, I drink stuff fast. Chuck, <laughs> I drank the whole Coke <laughs> right after the nurse gave it to me. And she comes back in. And she was like, "You still working on the Coke?" I was like, "It's actually gone." She goes, "It's what?" No. <laughs> like she stopped. Can I, can I have and she looks. She goes. You drank the whole thing? I was like, yeah. She went, oh, no. And I was like, what? And she brings me this bag. It was a barf bag. Oh. And I was like, am I going to get... And then just immediately vomited, like, so much. Like, that quickly. Like, she was like, you drank the whole thing? I was like, yeah. She was like, you're not going to make it. Um, so That's terrifying. Yeah, so I guess maybe I just don't do well. But, like, after that, like... That was, I think, because of the surgery or what it was. But the the anesthesia this time was awful. But with like, the falling asleep thing, I remember the lady was like, all right, just breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. And I was like... Oh. I do remember. I remember them saying that to me, too. Well, yeah. I remember because I, I had the oxygen. And I was like, oh, this would be some good air. And then I woke up. And I was yep. like... <laughs> I was like, oh. like... I wish... Are you sure this is anesthesia? <laughs> it seems like oxygen to me. What like, is it? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Um, but like... I so wish that's how falling asleep in real life was. Oh, my God. If so that what, I would never be tired. No. Like would every, never be tired. Every single day at 8 o'clock, I'd get in bed, hit a button, and just Oh, yeah. Out. That'd be great. It was, like I said, I woke up, man, and obviously the pain hadn't set in because the entire my entire left arm from my shoulder down. You got, you got a nerve block, right? Yeah, I got yeah. a nerve block. So it... Which that was weird. So they put my arm or my fingers in this like Chinese finger trap thing. Yeah. And there, so my arm was hanging above me. They stuck a needle in my shoulder and every, they would go through each finger and each finger would twitch three times and then go completely dead. Like literally it would go like one, two, three, then I didn't feel it anymore. And they went through each finger. And then once they got to the pinky, my whole arm was completely like, it felt like I didn't have a left arm. And so when I woke up, <laughs> I wake up and I'm not like loopy or anything, but I woke up, I feel good. I'm like, my God, that was the best sleep I've ever gotten in my life. But then I look down and my left arm is like completely covered. Yeah. Like completely covered. So I don't even see anything. Yeah. And I don't feel anything. And I'm like, they amputated my arm. <laughs> it was worse than they thought. They had to cut it off. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I even think like I made that joke when the nurse or the doctor came in to like tell me, oh, you know, it was all good. I was like, yeah, after you amputated my arm, like, <laughs> yeah, no, what happened? Great, doc. It's not here. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that was um, I don't know, man. That's I when I always hear like horror stories about like when people wake up. That's why I'm afraid when I get my wisdom teeth out. You know, when they put me under, you always see the videos about people saying just like dumb shit on video and. <laughs> But I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, I don't know if that's going to happen to me because the first first time I had surgery or got put out, I woke up and I was fine. Yeah. I so don't I don't know if it's like a different type. When they put me on for and, wisdom teeth, it was just kind of a gas. Yeah. I woke up halfway through mine. And oh, I remember, I, I remember like, I woke up and I kind of look around and he goes, whoa. And like, you like reached for something. I fell back asleep. I so would I don't, pass out. I don't know if he like, and I woke up as he was pulling one out. So like I heard I would it. Pass out. I heard it. Like I felt like the pressure. The, yeah, the pull. And I like I heard the crunch. And I remember I was like, huh. And he goes, oh. <laughs> like turned the <laughs> nozzle on something. I fell back asleep. Um, and then I remember they kind of woke me up and they like immediately like wheeled me out, threw me in my mom's car, and I just giggled. 
like, like I don't mean like laugh. Yeah. Like I just, like, <laughs> you just said I, I, it was kind of like I was like, <laughs> like was like pointing at shit and just couldn't quit laughing at it. Um, and then I remember like I felt bad. My parents got me up and in bed, and they had me propped up on the bed frame, and I had my mouth just full of gauze. Oh. And I fell asleep like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't really remember getting there. Um, but I remember waking up in the, <laughs> the bed and I looked down and there's just blood <laughs> all over my chest. And I couldn't talk because I had all this gauze on my mouth. And I was just like, because I was like, what's wrong with me? And so like, I just took the gauze out and I was fine. But like, it was kind of scary. Like, <laughs> 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 But my mom came in. She's like, you're fine. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm covered in blood. And I can't talk. What is going on? You cut out my tongue. <laughs> you cut out my tongue. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, all right, well, that was good. Yeah. So that's why we're older than everybody. Yeah. We've had more yeah. surgeries than all of our friends. Yeah. Which Health problems and whatnot. Yeah. Um. So Super Bowl was last Sunday. It was the worst Super Bowl of all time. Um, no, I think nah the the Broncos, Seattle Seahawks one that we watched at my house were were Peyton through that pick six to start it and then just they oh got that blown. is because right, we left the that's hell right out. that's right the I forgot because we left early that's the worst Super that one was Bowl well I don't know there. I think this one was just all around bad every aspect except Defe- the defense was great no the I'm pony talking was great commercials sucked commercials were bad halftime sucked halftime was bad the game sucked. And I hate that, like, everybody talks so highly about how good of a job Atlanta did, which I've heard nothing but good things about, you know, Atlanta hosting it. Yeah. And how it went. Depends on who you talk to. I haven't really heard anything negative. I mean, what Atlanta did, I'm not going to trash Atlanta necessarily, but like. Oh, talking about, like, just cleaning it up when we have guests? Yeah. Every city does that. Yeah, I know. But they they just, they just, like, arrested all the homeless people for a weekend. Yeah, and like I'm like, come that on, that happens everywhere. I, it's not okay. Well, yeah, I'm not saying it is, but yeah, you know. So, but aside from that, yeah. I same like everybody said Atlanta was great. The one Browns player tweeted that Atlanta was trash. Did you see that? No, I don't remember his name, but it was a Browns player, and he was like, Atlanta oh. really trash. I'll hype it up too much, and everybody was like, Yeah, from oh, Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> What? The Falcons literally quote tweeted and said, well, you just go back to Cleveland and yeah. like, enter your garbage of a town. Yeah. Go um, breathe in your smog. Or like, what? Yeah. What? And I will say Mercedes-Benz, I've been in there. I'm in love with that building. I'm yeah. in love with the, it is the great. concrete. It looked beautiful it did. in a Super Bowl setting. Yeah, it did. Just the, the visuals and the colors from all of it. And I yep. mean, Mercedes, Mercedes-Benz looked nice. They did. They gl- did good. It glowed up. But I hate that it was such a bad, just all-around Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't really want to talk about the game that much because there's not really anything worth talking about. I mean, um, the, I, my, the only the only thing I want to know, like from the game, like the only the true thing, like Jared Goff was shell shocked. That was the main thing because towards the end he had some opportunities and he was just he sucked. He was just shell shocked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he missed Brandon Cooks on two touchdowns. Yep. Um, so that's, through two very bad picks, so that's, or one very bad pick, one very bad one, yeah. and you missed him on two touchdowns, and that sucked. But I, I, they're saying they're insisting Todd Gurley isn't hurt. He has to be. Yeah, I know to he be. said he wasn't hurt. That was just their. Yeah, ha- they were splitting or whatever. I'm like, no. If he's not, McVeigh's an idiot. Like, 
And I know McVeigh isn't an idiot. Yeah. Because C.J. Anderson doesn't necessarily run the ball well, but C.J. Anderson hitting something on the outside is not the same as Todd Gurley hitting something right. on the outside. I saw a tweet, and I think it was from George Foster, uh, who used to play in the NFL. Um, and he said that there's, like, stories from, like, Todd when he was at UGA. He, like, would have set the NFL record for 40 times. It was how fast he could run in college. And, like, how strong. He's apparently just the strongest, fastest person. Yeah, I believe it. And I'm like, and so, like, even, like, a 70% Todd Gurley. Is better than 100% CJ Anderson. Anderson. Especially just give him an edge. Yeah. Because all the Patriots did was bring up. I say all like I mean they've been they played a really well zone like good zone defense they hadn't run zone all year but they would just bring up two linebackers and act as defensive linemen and then they would just pull a guard to run right so an offensive lineman would chase that guard and there was a hole for the linebacker I say that's all they did I would have no idea how to defend against that but I feel like the easier way is to give it to the running back and just go outside because the linebackers here, yeah, just, just run that way with Todd. That's what I want to know. What what's wrong with Todd Gurley? That's what I want to know from the Super Bowl. Other than that, fuck Boston, <laughs> fuck him. I god damn it! Like <laughs> the whole city has to come out for the twelfth championship in because, seventeen years because they're underdogs. No, it's, they're they, not. They were in a drought, Lucas. They were an under. Don't you dare. They were an underdog <laughs> to Max Kellerman and somebody on Fox Sports. And those are the only two stupid people in sports media who actually thought that the Patriots weren't going to win a Super Bowl. And I hated how – and I understand, like, the Patriots fan base was just taking that and running with it. Like, I get that. But I hated how they were just taking that narrative and making it sound like everybody said that the, the Patriots are underdogs. No. Nobody said that. The, the average sports fan – was so pissed off you guys made it because we just knew you were gonna fucking win yeah, again. There, you like, were not. Nobody thought you were underdogs. Ne- this to me, it's I kind of I kind of thought of this when I was driving one day. Yeah, the Patriots trying to like push that narrative that they were underdogs is like the majority acting like they're oppressed or like trying to be oppressed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, it's like it's like straight white males saying that like, like, trying, America's turning against them. No, they're not. Right. They're just that is promoting literally other what, people. That's basically the, what the Patriots are doing are the sports version of that. Yeah, it's it's so... <laughs> it is unbelievable. And the fact that like Tom Brady's like, nobody believes in us. I'm like, Tom, shut the fuck up, yeah, What Tom? are you talking you about? You have six. Like, in Don't my you have li- to go make out with Bob Kraft In or my life... Weird. Quick kissing people on the lips, Tom. Uh, yeah. It, like, d- I want... I, I, at the more point, and more every year that this guy plays, the he kisses he more gets, people on the lips, and it, he gets weirder. And it, like, like he, just quit. And he's it, a, have it, you ever like really watched his like Instagram? His like, mannerisms are weird. He's a weird. He's a guy. robot, and that's why I, honest to God, think he's not going to get old. I think he's just replacing himself with and he younger has like, people. He has like a cre- he has like this creepy smile. His, cre- his teeth like, are kind of weird. But they used to not be. Yeah. I'm honestly, I think he's like a Frankenstein. You think I think he, he like molds. I think I think he's taking <laughs> he, that, or he's just taking body parts from yeah. younger players. Like anytime Bill is like, we're probably never going to see- hear from Alex Smith ever again. <laughs> no. <laughs> you want to know why he went? Yeah, down? he got harvested for Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady took him. Just <laughs> they said up. they said he had an infection in his leg. They yeah. actually cut it off and gave it. to Actually, Tom Brady. has a great leg, and they gave it to Tom. <laughs> That's what the TB12 method is. Yeah, it's. Harvesting, it's harvesting body humans. parts. Yeah. yeah, it's it's human trafficking. I'm <laughs> on to you, Tom. <laughs> Fucking on to you. But wake like, up, wake up, people. But but he is weird. Like and he is, dude. 
and I think I think so much of it is because I think athletes like that, like him, Tiger, even LeBron at times, but LeBron has kind of gone the opposite way. Um, is they're so guarded in their brand, like because Tiger Woods was so, especially at his peak, he was Tiger Woods on a golf course, and then you you heard stories, yeah, but nobody saw, nobody saw a human side. Like Tom Brady, like everybody wants to say they see a human side of Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a fucking psychopath. Like you want to win that badly. Like I admire it, but there's times where I'm like, just be with your family. But when yeah. he's with his family, he's just talking about being a winner and a champion. I'm like, and making out with his kids. Yeah, I'm like, calm the fuck down and eat a tomato. Like, come on, like <laughs> just chill the fuck out. Like he's your family is at the table waiting for you like, for dinner. Yeah. Tom, <laughs> shut get, up. Get off Instagram. First yeah. of all, his Instagram team is fantastic. I follow him on Instagram. I don't know if you do. He has a hype video for winning and like beating a team 30 seconds after they win. That's exactly why I don't follow him on Instagram. It's I hate it. I'm it's actually pro- kind of th- disappointed re- that you do. The, the, it's self hate. I think is why I follow it. Like it's just, and I keep going to unfollow it. And I was and I was during this playoff run I was going to, but then he posted the video of him walk just like walking on the treadmill. Tom Brady doesn't walk on a fucking treadmill <laughs> to Mini Men by fifty cent and just kinda <laughs> like smiling in the camera and and at that moment I got so pissed off because that's such a cool fucking move from a white quarterback. Mainly because what like he he's he was running with a narrative that I hate. And now, granted, people in sports media pushed it, but the common person did not did fucking not. push that narrative no. at all. And then just to him, just walking, slightly in the background, many men wish death upon me. And he's just kind of smiling in the camera after he beats Kansas City when he shouldn't have. It just, he knows it. And the, the fact that he knows it pisses me off that much more. He knows he's hated, but he knows he's going to win, and he knows he's better than everybody else. The same fucking reason I hate Steph Curry is because he gets the fucking smirk with a goddamn mouthpiece that he won't put in his mouth. He just chews on the edge of it. <laughs> and he just and he does it, and he'll hit a three, he'll shimmy, and he always catches a camera. No other professional athlete in the history of sports he's, has been able to get as much eye contact yeah. with a camera he's like a, as He's Steph like a wrestler, Curry. because it's, wrestlers, they all oh know where the cameras my are. God, could yeah. you imagine what kind of a heel Steph Curry would be? Oh, he'd be incredible. In the WWE, he'd be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, LeBron would be insufferable in the WWE because you'd be like, I'm LeBron would be like, oh, I'm so great. I don't know. I don't follow WWE. I don't think LeBron would be a very good WWE character. No. Steph would be amazing. I would agree with that. Steph would be phenomenal. I would love Steph in that sense. I would agree with that. If Steph would admit to the full-blown heel thing. I, I, yeah, actually play it. <laughs> I, I, I think I would get into it, but he still tries to be like the, the good guy. The good guy, the yeah. pretty boy of the team. Not necessarily the pretty boy, but like the and, – and just, but he, you just embrace it and I'll respect you more because you are hated. Like the Warriors are hated. KD is hated. And like I don't even – at this point, I hate KD because he went to the Warriors and because he said people thought he'd be better than LeBron after he won a championship – with three other Hall of Famers on his team, like, yeah, no shit. You beat LeBron. You are not better than LeBron. The Warriors are better than LeBron, but only barely, Kevin. So let's pump the brakes on this. We're jumping into basketball. We skipped out of completely out of football. I'm on a rant. Just cut me off when we hit an hour. Um, Katie said, after the 2017 finals, I thought people would view me as the best basketball player. Right now, and everybody was like, "No, uh-huh. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that." So, but then today he was like, "I just," he goes, "I honestly don't say anything," and he does it for the most part anymore. 
Like Kevin Durant just like he he doesn't get off social media, but what other twenty something year old person in doesn't, this day and age yeah. doesn't? He's a normal person who's really good at basketball, and the media loves to portray him as something else. Um, that being said, I don't hate Tom Brady as much now. I think because he embraced the heel role, but Boston fans, I fucking no, hate. I still I still can't stand Tom Brady. Why does the whole city have to come out? You just won one. You just won one not four fucking months ago. Like, do you guys not go to school? Do you not go to work? Just fuck you, Boston. And that fucking kid. That was a <laughs> goddamn sign. And, and just... And so then, what, is, what is he at now? He's... Is he... It's 17 years old. 12 championships. Yeah. Tristan, our teams combined have not been to 12. If I throw LeBron in there as a team, we've hit 12. If I take LeBron out, we haven't hit 12. I don't know if he's... Played hits. in. I don't Not know. one played in. Yeah, no, just gone to. <clears throat> I don't even know if the Falcons have gone to the playoffs 12 times in our lifetime. <laughs> I honestly don't think they have. If they have, it's close. It, 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 there's no way it's higher than 12. There's absolutely zero chance it's higher than 12. I don't feel like looking it up. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to prove you wrong. <laughs> I don't want to know. Like, it's just, it's, and they and now they have this, like, People doubt us. No, the fuck we don't. Yeah, I. Well, I'm so over it. Look, I I remember we went through this in the last episode. I know I said, "Why? Oh, I don't know, man. Maybe this year isn't the year." When they lost, uh, I can't remember who they lost to, but they lost a couple of bad games. Yeah, and I wasn't sitting here saying, "Oh, they're out." Dolphins, Steelers. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, there's no way." There. I was just like, "I don't know, man." I mean, apparently, this, this may not be the year. Actually, and then you know. You know, towards the end of the season, they were stringing wins together. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, here it is. There goes that. Yeah, it just, it's like it was just once D Ford was uh, in the neutral zone, it was just inevitable. Yeah, like, yeah, I think so too. Because, like you said, God's a Patriot fan. <laughs> yeah, God's he a is. Patriots. Fan. He is a Patriots fan. And nothing else matters. Um, we got so we talked a little bit about basketball. I was going to go on a LeBron rant. I had a LeBron rant uh, prepared oh, yeah, yeah. before this podcast, and then I did uh, a little bit of research before. The podcast started on the whole intro way, and it completely debunked my whole rant. <laughs> so I aborted that mission, and because uh, he brought it up, and I looked at him, was like, "Yo, we can get into it, yeah. if you want." To. And I'll, and so <laughs> when the way Lucas said that, I was like, "I need to go check this out real quick." <laughs> and sure enough, I went back, and uh, I, as Lucas said, I got echo chambered, yeah, <laughs> and I, I believed what I saw or what I heard. And um, it was not the case. I'm not going to go into it. So yeah, I yeah. abort that rant. I did it. I did it. I still don't like LeBron. I did it on this podcast one time, so I can't hold anything. That is true. Me. We can. I wish I can go back and replay it. If I knew how to do that on on here, I no, would we do don't. It, but, we don't need to. Um, let's see. You got baseball on here, and you a, said you had a question. It's just a quick question, because I guess just in the month of December, I guess after the World Series, I I ignored everything that happened. Yeah. Do you know Puig's not on the Dodgers anymore? Did I miss that? That was like a huge trade in December. Uh, yeah, I was about to say it was back in December. Yeah, uh, where did he go to? Cincinnati. Know. Oh, that's right. During yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. polar the vortex thing last week, he posted a video yep. of him in a Reds hat just out in the street in Cincinnati. Yeah. He was like, "It's not that cold." I'm like, "Please, what are you doing?" Yeah, I, re- <laughs> I remember because when they when they let him go, everyone was like, "Oh, well, that means Bryce Harper is going to the Dodgers." Like he's that. probably going to the Giants now. It's his big rumor. Well, that's the new one. Yeah, same, I haven't heard same that. Friend. Oh, I think I like it. Stay as far away. I yeah, don't care. But go, goes, go, goes, go over to the American League. I think it would be fun. You go to San Fran, and then you just have a jet, a Giants 
Dodgers rivalry reheated again with the douchey Bryce Harper. I'm like, uh, it sucks that Puig's not there anymore, but yeah, it'll, Machado. Be, it'll be fun. And Machado is probably going to be Phillies. Nobody seems to want Machado. People are saying he's probably going to have to settle for a one-year deal, oh. which is amazing. That's, yeah, that was pretty funny. That is so nice. That was pretty funny. But, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, yeah. I knew about it. I had no idea. I forgot. Until you, when you brought it up, I, I'm like, I, oh, yeah, that's right. I no, didn't because I, I googled. I was like, I literally I googled Yasiel Puig, yep. and it was like, yeah, blockbuster trade. I'm like, him, Alex Wood, and somebody else went out there. I was like, yep. what the f- when the fuck did this happen? Yeah, I completely missed that. But um, yeah, I just, I I'm I don't know. I'm just tired of hearing about where Bryce Harper and Machado are going to go. Just pick somewhere and go. My God. Yeah, Bryce Harper. I can kind of understand because Bryce Harper is going to get. A lot of a lot of money. I know, but just pick um, somewhere. Machado, I'm over because like, I think the leagues kind of realize like hey, he's kind of a douchebag. Nobody wants to deal with. Yeah, him. nobody wants him on his team. Yeah, so I sure as shit wouldn't. No, I would not want him on the. Braves. I would not want. Him. I would accept Bryce Harper with open arms. If Machado's like, I want to play for the Braves for free, but get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, like, nobody wants you. I and I think I saw a tweet the other day talking about how someone said like the Braves have a. a slight interest in Machado I'm like please don't start this uh they inquired about him is that what it was his contract or like something like that oh my god I was like Can we, don't start this please yeah no I wouldn't want that but spring training I think pitchers catchers report next week right uh it's either next week or week after it's close. but it's in like two weeks I'm pretty excited to see the very the pictures taken from far away yeah while they play catch or when you like the picture from behind them as they're walking on the field yep. you know yeah and that's it Oh, I li- I live for that tweet, and now more than ever. Yeah, I'm, exci- I'm excited. Even though some of the Braves' offseason moves compared to everyone else in the National League East, it seems like has been kind of meh. If we get the if we get the Marlins catcher Ramudo, it's be, not looking like we will. I'll though. be hype. No, but it, so it, like I saw a comparison of all these moves that like the Nationals and all these teams have made in the East, and saw what we did, and I'm just like. uh well, to be not fair, saying that we had to, to make that fair, many. We won. Yeah, not 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 but saying like, that we needed to make that many. A bullpen would have been nice. But I was kind. Of, yeah, I was kind of expecting closer. Yeah, I was kind of expecting more pitching wise, or hell, maybe even snagging some huge, you know, some big free agent or something. I mean, people. But, uh, some people are still stoked on the Donaldson signing. Yeah. I I still I'm and, like, we, I'm, and we got cakes for another well, see, year. I don't know. I don't know much about Donaldson. So I can't really say much. MVP. I knew that, but I, and other it wasn't than that, that I don't he's really not know that much long removed him. from it. Yeah. So I mean, like, and so we're gonna have plenty of bats. Yeah, but just again, I mean, and we signed Fulty to I think like a, a one year deal or something like that to those avoid arbitration. And they, they oh, said, is that what it was? And so oh, they okay. say they did that to avoid arbitration. They plan to sign him to a long term. Oh, okay. Next year. Then I, okay, that um, makes sense. Then. I. I was about to say because I don't know why you would. Oh, hang, sorry. I don't. I don't want to get away from baseball for a second. Uh, can we talk about the Falcons? Just like cutting jumping, Matt Bryant, just dumping shit. Why I mean, the, what the fuck did we cut Matt Bryant? He got hurt once, and they're just like, "Oh, we're done with you." He was twenty for twenty-one last year. I know, leading scorer on the team all time. Falcons. He's gone. They're just gone. Yeah. Like Alfred, I was kind of surprised about Alfred, but not really. I was like too, that's more, last year was his best year. It was by far. So. That's more justifiable than cutting Matt Bryant, in my opinion. I know he's getting old. I know he he pulled he had, it like his groin or he something. Had eight, but even when it, the, the pulled groin, he said like a fifty-four yarder. Yeah. So like, when I saw that, I was like, "What?" I because I went on Matt Bryant's wife's Twitter. Yeah. Because she she didn't hold back. Oh boy. She said they were like 
completely like shell shocked. They should be. And like, because Matt Bryant is like one of the more important Falcons. Yeah. Like, especially Absolutely. like. Money Matt, man. He's consistent. He wins us. He's won us. He's won so us. So many games. So many games. He's still good. And we just, we had, for $3 million, that's why we cut him. For $3 million, we didn't pick up his last option. Like, that's I don't know that pissed me I off. I guess they're making room for Grady Jarrett or something. I think is what I saw the, the, cutting Alfred and well and Bryant or something said, like that. Dimitrov I can't remember. said they're going to sign Grady and then they're going to tackle Julio's oh. thing. Um, and then yeah, after that, just, he's like, "We'll look at free agency." I was like, "No, you fucking won't." I saw that. I'm like, Atlanta teams what? don't look in free agency for anything. Yeah. So when I saw that they were that they unloaded Alfred and Bryant, I was like, "Oh boy." This must mean that we are headed for a rebuild. I know it's not like we got rid of, you know, super big players, but for some reason when I saw those two those two releases in one day, I was like, oh no. The, the, I just get I get a feeling that we're just headed to a rebuild. I don't know why. I just do. And that's you know, the only thing is we shouldn't because we have I don't the, think so either. We have the pieces. Like we just we just bad last yeah. year. So I don't know. But UGA, depending on who you looked at for your rankings, yesterday wrapped up the number one signing class in the nation. I did see that. Um, they're gonna rivals, be, they're going to be catching some footballs. If you're if an ESPN person, they were number two. Either way, Kirby did it again. And, yeah, we have people that can catch football. Real tall people <laughs> that can catch football. I'm pretty jazzed. We're going to be throwing a lot. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Just now that Cheney's gone, it won't be just screens to me, Cole, best friend. Yeah. So – you know, I'm ex- I'm excited about things and I'm sad about things. And we're in the weird lull where it's just basketball right now. Yeah, we're in the dead. Um, like we got because the trade de- deadline ended today, so nothing else is going to happen in the until NBA. the playoffs. And then you know we got baseball starting, hockey's going, but that that's kind of in the same thing mid as, part of same the thing season. As so yeah, and then I know you don't care. I mean NASCAR starts up in two weeks. We got the Daytona 500 yeah. actually next week, next weekend, yeah. um, which is exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, <clears throat> a lot of new new rule changes in NASCAR. A bunch of different changes to the cars themselves, so the racing is going to be different. And pretty excited about it. Yeah. Might be taking Reed and Ryan to their first race potentially, which is going to be cool. I'm y'all, excited for them to actually like experience it. Y'all enjoy? Really not it, not no not a loud noise guy, huh? I no. I mean, I haven't gone since I was significantly younger. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it would bother me nearly as much now. Probably not. But I don't. I, I really don't think it would. I, I also, I'm so anti NASCAR <laughs> that I I couldn't. I would get into trouble there. I wouldn't, especially after I get a couple beers in me. I would start saying some things around the people that are at NASCAR events that would get me in trouble. Probably. And I just don't need to be there, so I'm just Which I is can't. so funny to me I just the just fact that like go. I'm friends with all of you guys and I am the person at a NASCAR race I I don't get up. I I don't I watch literally the whole thing. Like intently. Like I I watch it. And that's your thing. And that but it's just funny like hearing that like I'm the only person in this friend group that is that way when it comes to NASCAR. Yeah. And I've always been that way. I've been that way since I was a kid like Yeah. Up until I started drinking beer, I would I I don't even remember really going to the bathroom ever during a race. Uh, and I I couldn't I couldn't sit there for that long. I couldn't watch that for that long. 
and that and that's not be around nascar fans see that i hate that like i hate so much that it's just it just has that stigma with it i hate that yeah it's the worst and i and i because yeah the fan a lot of the fans they suck they really do and i I just couldn't do it i hate it like i hate the fact that as soon as i say oh yeah i love nascar and they're just like oh you like nascar like just making fun of me yeah and i'm just like i like racing so yeah, like, I if I were a NASCAR fan, I would say I like racing. I don't, I, I started I, saying that I just I, I just like racing. And then like cool because that racing be so many things. Yeah. But like NASCAR has just this, and I'll give it to you like because like my dad is a huge NASCAR mm-hmm. fan. He is by no means a Southern redneck. Right. Um. And I still have that outlook <laughs> of every race, like every NASCAR fan yeah. in me. It has a Dale hat on. Well, that and that is has a, a wife beater that doesn't yeah. come all the way past her stomach. And like and when has you like go a big gallon jug, when you go to a race and it. walk through the campground, there there are a lot of uh, you know Those Confederate people. flags and yeah, rockabillies. Yeah, there there's a lot. Yeah. but I mean, I just like I like racing. Always have. I like I just I like everything that goes into it. All the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I'm not, that I'm obviously not, I'm not, not everybody has seen. I'm not dogging you for it. Yeah. But that's why I'm really curious to see if Reed and Ryan go. Ryan sounds like he's going to go. Yeah. I'm really curious to see how they do. That's fair. I'm re- and I'm, we might have to do, like, we might have to have them on the podcast to talk about, as non-NASCAR fans who have never been to one, what their reaction was. I've been to quite a few, and I remember, I mean, I was younger, so when you're younger, it's harder to appreciate a sporting event. Right. But, like, I remember I could appreciate everything else, every other sporting event too as a kid, but... I hated NASCAR, <laughs> and I I still hate it. Like I get, I get. This is this is ridiculous. What I'm gonna say is 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 irrational and over the top, and I know that. But like, if it gets flipped onto the TV for just a second on Sunday on accident, I'm like, oh my god, change the chant. Like I cannot, I can't deal with it. So I couldn't. I, I appreciate you inviting me. Thank you. I like being included I, in that. I try. Um, but. The day you get me to willingly go to a NASCAR event is the day like I'm waving the checkered flag, and that's <laughs> why I'm going to this thing. <laughs> that is that is the only reason I would uh, go to a NASCAR race. All right. So well, I think on that we'll wrap it up. At least I invited you. That's all that matters. I was yeah. trying to be a good friend. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right. Well, well, we'll see y'all next week. Bye.